0: podcast city network listener discretion is advised you're listening to the everett lee show
1: a shot of entertainment to the head sit back relax
2: and enjoy the entertainment
0: What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Everett Lee Show Podcast. I am the Everett Lee. Quick shout out to everyone who follows me on Twitter. You can follow me at the Everett Lorescore Lee, Facebook.com slash the Everett Lee. Click that thumbs up. And of course, Podcast City Network, official host of the Everett Lee Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back with a new podcast this week. I didn't do nothing last week because here, working behind the scenes on Podcast C Network. I was getting everything ready for that two day stream that we did here on twitch.tv Podcast C Network. I want to thank everyone that tuned in and watched uh, the podcast of the two day event on Friday morning all the way up until the afternoon and on Saturday evening all the way into the way early, almost mornings. But I just want to thank everyone that tuned into it, shared, and supports all the shows on Podcast C Network and I want to give a shout out to all the shows on Podcast C Network for everything that you do by killing it every single week for this network and for your fans and just in general you guys rock but let's get on to the podcast tonight I have a great upcoming future great wrestling entertainer, and great in-ring talent. I don't know what else to say because I was talking with him right before we went live telling him about how great and how I enjoyed his matches and everything. I want to welcome to the program tonight, none other than Jacob Rose. How you doing, Jacob?
1: Good. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. So, how's your how's your week been?
1: Uh, it's been long. It's been very long, but uh, we're pushing through it.
0: That's good. That's good. You getting bad weather up there? Because we've been getting bad weather down here in Florida. It's been raining all day today, just about.
1: Uh, we were supposed to. Uh, it was supposed to rain all day uh, Tuesday, today, and tomorrow. But thankfully, it kind of just went away. Missed us, I guess.
0: Yeah yeah it's it's crazy because they were talking about getting like a tropical depression it's supposed to be coming up through here by friday i can't really tell too much of a difference it's like normal rainy florida weather (laughs) i can never tell you know and speaking of weather and stuff i i know you're from you're from ohio did you grow up there Uh, whereabouts did you grow up at
1: I um I actually grew up in Eaton, Ohio for pretty much my entire childhood. I um moved from Richmond, Indiana in about first grade, then stayed here all the way up until now.
0: Oh wow. So pretty much pretty much Ohio native Buckeye. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you a Buckeye fan? Oh absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally I run into some buckeyes down here in Florida and I ran into one the other day talking about Michigan and I said, Oh, I know about that because I live I spent five years up there and I knew I know about the Michigan and uh and the Ohio State and the Michigan rivalry right there. I mean it's like down here, it's like uh Florida and Tennessee. When I lived in Tennessee it was Tennessee and the Flor uh Tennessee volunteers and Florida gators, they hate each other, man, and I'm like, Yeah, it reminds me of Ohio and Michigan.
1: <laughs> My favorite thing is when uh Ohio State and Michigan's close to playing, everyone loses their mind and I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember those days, man, when I was up there, man. Yeah, they, they just lose their minds over it. <laughs> they pretty much do. When when did you start watching wrestling? When did what age did you get into watching it?
1: Um, I can't really think of the math right off the top of my head, but I do know, uh, the very first program I saw was SummerSlam of 2008. And, um, I just, I fell in love with it ever since, ever since then.
0: Oh, nice. SummerSlam 2008. I'm trying to remember that was, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good year with what was going on. If, was it, the rivalry with Randy Orton and John Cena at the time, I'm trying to remember right there, or was it... Uh, um,
1: Batista and John Cena were, uh, they were feuding. I'm pretty sure that's when uh, Cena, he took a Batista bomb on the hard part of the ring near the corner, kind of messed up his neck.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I remember that right there, because in 2007, I kind of dipped off for a while there watching mm-hmm. watching wrestling. Because a lot of other things going on though, but eventually I did get back into it, and so I did miss pretty much a good chunk of from 2008 till about 2013. But thank God for the WWE Network because I went back and I got to watch some of the great stuff that happened, especially like with the great rivalry with uh, John Cena and CM Punk, and oh, yeah. How that went about, and of course Batista. I I thought that was crazy that rivalry right there with Batista, man, because he's like, "Yo, laugh at me, I'm gonna quit," and he's whining in the ring. Uh, <laughs> that was some crazy stuff. Uh,
2: well,
1: he's a character. He's he's definitely a character.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He he definitely is. He definitely is. Now watching watching it at that time and stuff. Did. Uh, Did you ask yourself anything about asking yourself, I want to do this. I want to do what what they're doing?
1: Oh, yeah. Every match, it just sparked my interest more and more. And then by the time the main event happened, I watched Undertaker and Edge go at it in Hell in a Cell. And I was like, you know what? I could get into this. I I could see myself doing this one day. And it's just kind of stuck with me ever since.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, Edge, Edge and Undertaker. Edge was one of my favorites back during the Attitude Era when I was watching it around when I was a senior in high school. Edge, the mystique of Edge and everything, and how he evolved was just great, man, because he had some great matches with some, with some great opponents, especially like the Undertaker stuff. And along that time, you loved him or hate him. He was good or bad. He was with the fans or the fans were against him. And that was that was some good stuff right there, especially Triple H. What was going on with Triple H too.
1: Yeah, I, I growing up I didn't really care for Edge just because, you know, he's the bad guy, everyone wants to be the bad guy, and then as I grew older, I I respected him more, I, I understood it more, and I just I loved him near the end of his uh, his career. And I, I loved watching him and Taker go at it.
0: Yeah, that was, that was a good rivalry right there. That definitely was a good one right there with him and Taker because they had some dra- dragged out matches, and especially with the World Heavyweight title going back and forth, back and forth, that was just fantastic time. That definitely was. Now, with you wanting to be a wrestler and being a fan and wanting to get into it and... Where did you get trained at? How'd you go about doing that to get trained?
1: I um I was actually trained with Cody Hawk. Um, I I remember the first time I, I heard about him. I was talking to one of the employees at Anytime Fitness, and we were talking about wrestling and how I wanted to get into it. And he's like, "You know what? I, I there's there's a guy that work out, that works out here. He's a, he's a wrestler too." And he was there at the time, thankfully, and he called him over. We talked a little bit, and he told me, he's like, yeah, look up Cody Hawk on Facebook, great trainer, all this. So I looked him up, made an appointment to go train with him, and honestly, I couldn't imagine being trained by anyone else. He's such an amazing teacher, and I've learned everything I know from him.
0: Nice. Nice. How was it for the first time getting into a ring and taking your first bump?
1: <laughs> Absolutely terrifying.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like it, it's something that you think about the like your entire life, thinking, "Oh, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a wrestler. I can't wait to get in the ring." And then you finally get the opportunity to get in the ring, and you're like, "Holy crap! Like I'm I'm actually about to do this." And then taking that first bump is. It's uh, it's an eye opener.
2: <laughs> definitely an eye opener. <laughs>
0: I've I've heard I've heard a lot of stories about taking your first bump, and I've heard there's times where athletes, like like high schoolers that played football, oh I could get in the ring, I, I could do this, and when they get in there and they take their first bump, they're like, nope, this ain't for me. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: it's a it's a lot harder than you would you would imagine.
0: Hey, I, I can, I can, I can imagine, but I've, I just hearing that from different, different takes and just from everyone about taking a first bump in the ring. It's just like, yeah, it's just, I, I love hearing that. Just everyone's story about that. <laughs> now, how long did you train? Have you trained or you trained with Cody, Cody Hawk there?
1: Um, I've, I, I still train, you know, you, you can't doing the art I'm sorry Uh, it doesn't hurt to get back in the ring train it's just you get better each and every time so I've been training for probably about two years Mm -hmm. now I'd say
0: okay okay now being being in the ring training with Cody now who is who's some of your influences just you know being in the ring there because I was watching your matches and while I was watching your matches, I I can tell that you some of the some of the your moves that you use and stuff, it reminds me of almost a little bit of um, of cruiser, cruiserweight. I don't know how I would say it, but a little bit of cruiserweight with Lucha Libre because a lot of a lot of high flying kicks and enzigaries and stuff. Um, who inf- who influenced you? Who's like someone that you like to you know almost mimic in the ring as
1: i i kind of like the the style of uh of sean michaels like i i grew up watching him so i was just like you know i i loved him the entire time and uh i kind of picked up a few things from him like um getting up jumping off the top rope you, you love to see people fly um cm punk was a big one that's why i don't do the running knee in the corner but i'll do a uh, running clothesline in the corner followed out with a bulldog kind of took the whole knee in the corner bulldog uh there's just i i take apart like a bunch of wrestlers and i just kind of think i can do this or i i would like to put my own take on this it's just a lot of different people's moves that i just try and push into my move set
0: nice i noticed that i noticed that in in the matches I watched with you, you you did that running clothesline in the, in the corner, and then you came out with the bulldog. And when that happened, I'm like, nice. I was like, that's nice, man. I, I love that running bulldog because I love that combination. How you followed it up there with, with mm. doing that there. I it's it's awesome, man. It definitely is awesome. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. But being trained by Cody Hawk and learning everything in the ring and what promotions did have you worked for or have you went out to work for any other promotions?
1: Um, well, obviously I've worked for Future Great Wrestling, but um, I've also worked for World's Finest Wrestling over in uh, Connersville, Indiana. I've worked for Emerge. I've worked for um, LSC. Uh, I, I did one match for CWAI before we switched over and I think that's the only companies that I've worked
0: for since then. Okay. Okay. And of course you mentioned you mentioned future future great wrestling. You mentioned that. How how is that working for that promotion there? Because looking on their YouTube and a lot of people that has put up matches from Future Great Wrestling and that's where I found a lot a lot of your matches that's on there. What what is it like working for, for the promotion?
1: It's amazing. It really is. We've got amazing fans. We've got a lot of fans that come every single week. It's just it's nothing but familiar faces every time. So they know you. They know your music. They know your moves. I love the people backstage. Like it's just it's it's such an amazing atmosphere there. I love it. We have such an amazing arena. It's it's nice.
0: That's awesome. I I love it. I noticed that because the fans get really get into the matches there at Future Great Wrestling, especially with you. With the matches I watched, I I jotted down three three of the matches that I enjoyed was with you and uh, Douglas Anderson, and, or yeah, Andrews. Excuse me, you and Douglas Andrews. That was that was great because just being in the ring there and just going back and forth. And how the crowd was right behind you. I noticed that in a lot of these three matches right here that I tried it down. That the crowd gets behind you, man, and they they love it and they eat it up and they just they don't they don't like the they don't like the bad guys that go up against you, man. They don't like them. They do not like them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just I think they they started getting behind me once I uh, like. I would get in the ring for security. We we would do some things, and um, they like ever since then they noticed me. Then, so watching me transition from a security guard to a wrestler, they they pretty much watched me grow in the business. So, there I think that helped me a lot with how they how they react to me, and like it's just it's nice to have them behind me.
0: That's that is awesome. That is, that is good. That is good. You are a fan favorite, and I I love that. I love that. Another in the match steve anderson you've wrestled against him and that was that was great there another fan fan favorite people behind you and booing steve and just cheering for you man cheering for you and there's kid bullet when you went up against him we were we we're talking about that some of the stuff was just right you did it was like when you when you go to an event or you're going to be in an event and the card could change at the last minute, and you didn't know you were going to be facing him and uh, some of the stuff that you guys had to do in the ring, you, you had to do it on the fly.
1: <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I think I think it was called Ruthless Roulette or something like that. I, but they um, they put all of our names in a little basket and the fans would. Pick out our names, so we didn't know anything until our names were drawn from that bucket. So, as soon as my name was called, I was like, All right, well, I guess it's my time to go out there. So, thankfully, thankfully, I was the first match, so I didn't have to uh, anticipate too much.
0: That's that's good. <laughs> that's good. And that's pretty interesting, man. That's pretty interesting concept right there. I like that. I like that. Um, who, who runs, if anyone who's not familiar with future great wrestling, who, who is behind a future great wrestling there?
1: Um, Brian, okay. He is the, uh, he is the owner.
0: Okay. And I know Cody Hawk, he, he's a part of it too, because I know like the five most wanted and Shauna Reed, I've seen, seen her, uh, doing some stuff there too. I've seen some videos that I was going over, and I'm gonna have to go back again because there's there's a lot of great wrestling with a lot of great talent that I've seen, and I'm just going through. I haven't watched all all of all the matches or just about, you know, just everything because I'm looking at the names and I said I sound this sounds good. I I need to click on it and I need to check this out, and. Of course, uh, I know when Future Great Wrestling started up. Uh, Robin Nelson of Wrestle Podcast uh, drawed um, some attention and tried to help it out because uh, there in um, Future Great wrestling's in Ham- Hamilton, right? Yes. They there were some problems with having Future Great Wrestling there in Hamilton because the um, it had to go to the city because the there was something going on with uh, some a uh, retirement home across the street and they didn't want future they didn't want wrestling there and a lot of stuff happened and they the city you know went in favor of uh, future great wrestling and got wrestling right there in hamilton and it's it's been amazing hasn't it with all the fans uh, coming yeah.
1: in uh, we definitely had a lot of support with the fans and we, we even had a lot of people from the the city that were on our side but we ended up on a 90-day um, probation period, and we had to follow all these rules. We had to have a cop outside the, the event the entire time. But thankfully, we prevailed. We got through it, and we are still here today. So I'm very thankful for all of that.
0: I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it all worked out, and I'm glad that... That everything went in favor, and you bring some great entertainment. When when does when does Future Great Wrestling run shows? Is it every Friday or Saturday or every other Friday and Saturday or what's what's the schedule there?
1: It is every Friday night. uh, Doors open at seven thirty.
0: Nice, nice. And you got uh, what what events or upcoming shows does future great wrestling have lined up
1: um friday actually August the second we have our big big show uh future great wrestling presents we got heat we've got some fantastic matches on that i uh believe we just added a tar and feather match we've got um uh we've got a casket match a a lumberjack match and um we've got brian lk in a match against uh jonah wales and if Jonah wins, then the code takes over for good. FGW loses it, uh, loses the company. And if Brian wins, then the code is done. We, they're out of power. We get everything back and it's just, it's going to be an amazing show.
0: Nice. Nice. That's, that is awesome. That is awesome there. So it's Friday, Friday night, August 2nd at 7:30 PM there in Hamilton, Ohio. We got heat. I'm looking at the flyer right there, and I got it up here on the screen there for people viewing the, viewing the live stream right now there, everyone, and the code. I I noticed that right there. I noticed the code. The code. What what is the code? Is it kind of like a like a takeover, like an NWO takeover?
1: Yeah, pretty much. They um. The Mark, Mark, uh, Mark Magnum had been trying to shut us down ever since we started. And then finally, we got through the probation, and he, uh, he still wasn't going to stop. And then Jackson Breeze ended up being behind it. He was pretty much the leader of the code. He was the one that was, the, that was calling all the shots. So now um, they are actually in charge of the company right now. So hopefully Friday, FGW gets it back. But as of right now, the code is in charge of everything.
0: Oh no. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. And I hope I hope if future Great Wrestling gets it back, man. I hope it takes it back over. That's that's pretty interesting. I like that because I I noticed uh, I haven't really checked it out that much lately. And then when I went on there and I was uh, pulling up stuff for you, I noticed I said the code. I was like, what is the code? I got to ask him that because I noticed that it's all over the place there on their Facebook page. (laughs) So, but yeah, I just was interested in that right there. Now, we were talking earlier about WWE and 2008, SummerSlam and stuff. Are are you pretty, uh, do you keep up with the current product right now?
1: I try my best to. Um, I, I've heard things here and there, but like I hardly ever watch SmackDown. I watch the pay-per-view. Um, I've actually missed the past two weeks of Raw. I haven't really seen anything on that. But uh, I, I do my best on keeping up with current wrestling events.
0: Okay, okay. All I gotta say is you haven't much, missed much on Raw. <laughs> you haven't missed much. <laughs> that, that's what I've heard. <laughs> you haven't. You haven't. I know Paul Heyman. I know this past Monday it was a heavily influenced Raw, but the best part—the best part of Raw—happened about the last thirty minutes of it. And really. Yeah, that that was basically it. I mean, if you go on YouTube, you can look up a recap and you'll see. And it just it they finally built some story for SummerSlam, for for SummerSlam. Okay. I know SummerSlam's like a couple weeks out, or a week or something like that. But it just because right before we went live tonight, I told you, I said I was sitting there watching Raw, and I turned around, I got on the computer here, and I started watching your matches. And honestly. I was more entertained by your matches than watching Monday Night Raw. That's (laughs) That's
1: fantastic. I will absolutely take that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it was just, it it just wasn't, I I couldn't get into it. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I want to get into it. I just could not get into it. So I turn around on the computer and I'm like, I got Jacob Rose coming up on Wednesday. I'm going to pull up his matches. So I pulled up some more of your matches, and I watched them. I sat here, and I watched them, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, you know what? I'm not falling asleep watching Monday Night Quill. I mean, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> 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 I I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed, enjoyed watching the matches. And in SmackDown, I mean, Raw and SmackDown right now, I don't know if you heard, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff has... Came back and Bischoff's running things behind SmackDown now, and Heyman's running things behind Raw. Like it?
1: Yeah, like, I I I was happy to hear that they were back. I was hoping things would change. I I heard that a little bit has changed on Raw, but not a lot. But I've I've heard SmackDown's kind of still taking the bomb down. Um, I did hear that the whole Bray Wyatt coming back. I heard his gimmick, new gimmick was fantastic and people are loving that but that's pretty much the only good thing going right now
0: yeah I'm a fan I'm a fan of the new gimmick actually because there's a his mask was created by a horror icon in the horror film industry I forget his name though no, but he he was in movies like the original like Dawn of the Dead Um, you ever seen Desperado or not Desperado no no scratch that Dust till Dawn with um, with George Clooney and uh, Quentin Tarantino.
1: I actually haven't seen that.
0: Okay, there's there's a guy in the part, and those viewing right now probably know what I'm talking about. They've seen it. There's a guy who had like this uh, in the bar there, the vampire bar, and. He has, like, this gun, like, strapped to his crotch. That's the guy. He He's played in a lot of movies. Seriously, this guy has a, cr- a gun stra- strapped to his crotch, Jacob, and <laughs> it, it pops out, and he and it shoots. It's, it's hilarious. But the guy, that guy right there, was the guy who created the mask for Bray Wyatt. And I, I okay. love it. The Fiend, you you probably seen that on Twitter with his new look.
1: Yeah, I, I I've seen the mask and I I love it. I do too. I think it's definitely a good change for him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And one one thing I'm one thing I'm excited about with with Summerslam, I I want to see the Demon versus the Fiend. The Demon. Oh yes. Yeah, that's that's gonna be great. Now, who would who would who would your pick be? You have the Demon Finn Balor going up against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Who would who would your pick be?
1: I want to say The theme just because he's got a lot of steam going into it,
0: uh-huh. and I
1: would hate for it all of this just crash down instantly. Like he, He's building momentum. He needs to keep this momentum.
0: He does. He does. i That's my pick right there. I love Finn Balor. I love everything he's done. I love the Demon gimmick, but when it comes to Bray Wyatt building him back up and having him attack people, especially attacking Mick Foley like he did last week on the Raw reunion, right. and put the Manimal Claw on him, you're going to build this guy up, and then you're going to let Balor beat him? Come on. Bray, right. that's my pick right there, man. <laughs> that's that's my pick right there. We're going to take a quick break and give a shout-out to the sponsors of Podcast City Network.
2: The following support and sponsor, Podcast City Network. City Limits Taproom, sports bar in Deland, Florida, has brew on tap, serve food. The grilled cheese is excellent. For upcoming events check out City Limits Taproom on Facebook.com slash City Limits Taproom. Morph Tee, a comfortable and lightweight 100% polyester t-shirt with illustrated morph characters that, when worn, will make the illustrations seem to come to life. For more of Tony Rodriguez's work, you can see his full line of apparel at teespring.com. Sports Sanity Customs have worked with organizations from custom embroidering polo shirts to jerseys for your kid's baseball team. They do it all with state-of-the-art equipment and an in-house design team, they are equipped to take on your next project. Visit their website to learn more, SportsanityCustoms.com Visit Customs on Facebook.com slash SportsanityCustoms. Three Count Design offers a wide range of graphic design products, video, photography and other forms of media. Everything from t-shirt designs to websites visit facebook.com slash three count design for more demo blast studios an explosion of imagination original artwork podcasts video apparel and more visit demo blast visit demo blast studios on facebook.com slash demo studios the best family entertainment pro wrestling show in the state of kentucky kentucky's own wrestling brings quality family vintage wrestling to a town near you Kentucky Zone Wrestling offers a ladies' division in wrestling and a training school. Kentucky Own Wrestling is the current longest running Southern promotion. Visit facebookcom Somerset Kentucky Zone Wrestling. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network.
1: You're listening to The Everett Lee Show.
0: I've asked everyone this on from from talent to promoters. And what what is your thoughts on AEW coming in and shaking things up in the in the wrestling industry and just people taking notice. What what's your thoughts on AEW?
1: I think it's absolutely fantastic. I love everything about it. I love everything they're doing with it. There's nothing but fantastic stars on there. You've got Jon Moxley, you've got Jericho, Cody Rhodes, I I just it's nothing but amazing talent. They're obviously doing something right. I I love it.
0: I I love it too. I got to I got to watch uh here in Daytona Beach, I got to watch Fire, the Fighter Fest. It was right here in my own backyard. Of course I'm gonna go. <laughs> I mean it's AEW oh, yeah. and I I went to it last year. It was the CEO gaming convention, but it was with New Japan Wrestling. So this year when they said right. they announced AEW. I am in, man, I am all in, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so, I went I I had a pretty good time. I had a pretty good time. The crowd was into it. One thing, one thing I did notice is they did they are attracting new attracting new fans because there were some people in the crowd when I was there for that event noticing like Jungle Boy and uh um just in the ring, there it's like, who's that? That's Jungle Boy. Who's Jungle Boy? Oh, that's Luke Perry's son. Oh yeah, I remember Luke Perry from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Okay, there you go. You got someone interested, and an MJF. Who's this? Who's this guy yelling at everyone in the ring? And it's like that's MJF, and he's just he's the. I think he's fantastic, man. He's their top heel in that company right now. Oh, absolutely. He he <laughs> he he can rip into the crowd, man. He can rip into the crowd and if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and look up the interview that, or the podcast that Steve Austin did with MJF, MJF total character through the whole podcast. It's freaking fantastic, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'll check that. I love MJF.
0: Yeah. He he's fantastic. MJF is, um, with AEW. I think that's, that's awesome. And, uh, I know that he worked with MLW here in uh, Orlando. He's worked with that promotion, and having him on the AEW roster is just another another fantastic uh, addition to their ever building roster. There, did you did you check out the Fire uh, Fighter Fest and uh, Fight for the Fallen? Did you check that out?
1: Yeah, I um, I watched. As or I watched a few matches off of it. Um, I watched the Cody Rhodes match. I watched John's uh, John Moxley's match. I uh, watched uh, MJF's match. I didn't get to catch the entire event though.
0: Yeah. John John Moxley. What do you What do you think about that, John Moxley? He oh, I. He's fantastic, ain't he? I'm I'm glad he's back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I'm glad he's back. I mean Ambrose is gone rest in peace. I mean he even said it on Jericho's podcast. He was miserable for a long time and him being Moxley and being able to do whatever he does. I mean what what are your, what's your take on John Moxley there?
1: I I think it's great. I I think the best thing that he could have done was leave the WWE and bring back John Moxley. I think AEW is doing a great job with him letting him do whatever Pretty much whatever he wants, like he's got an actual say now. I think it's it's fantastic. It's good for him.
0: It is. It is. And, and
1: it seems like he's actually enjoying it too. So
0: yeah, yeah, he he definitely is. And of course, I mean Cody and Dustin. That that right there when when they have their match against each other at Double or Nothing, and then them teaming up at uh, Fight for the Fallen. How, did you check out that match there with with them and the the Brotherhood against the Young Bucks?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was. I I loved their match at Double or Nothing, and I loved it seeing. I seeing them team up.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, it was just it was just fantastic with with both of those with both Cody and Dustin seeing them both in the ring again. I mean, when was the last time we seen both of them team up? That was back when they were both in WWE.
1: Oh yes, the whole Stardust gimmick, and then uh, Stardust and Gold Dust. That was that was a pretty pretty nice chunk ago.
0: Yeah, it it definitely was. It definitely was that Stardust gimmick. I know he, Cody was pretty much over that because uh, he wanted to go back to to being Cody Cody Rhodes and not not Stardust after the the Great American Dream passed away, their father, and. I mean, him, what he's doing now and what he's done and what he's going to do with AEW is, is going to be fantastic. How, are you excited and hyped up for October 2nd to see AEW on TNT?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're definitely making an impact, and they're making an impact fast.
0: They are. They are. They're they're definitely making an impact. I mean, a lot of everyone's favorites, from J Jim Ross to like we mentioned Jericho, to Cody to Dustin. Everyone's over there basically. I mean, I mean, what what would you what would you think if um eventually you get you'd see like someone like run leave WWE and head over to AEW? We'll say like a Sasha Banks having a chance. That would be interesting, wouldn't it?
1: It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, I think Sasha, for example, she's a great, great worker. So I think her going over to AEW would be good for her, especially since when was the last time we saw her on WWE television? At least they would do something with her. Like, it's just, there's so many talent on the WWE roster that they're just not doing anything with. Whereas, I'm sure AEW could find something for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they can find they can find something. They could definitely find something. I was shocked when I seen Awesome Kong show up. I was shocked on that there to see her show up, man. And Allie from who was over on Impact.
1: I uh, I remember when Awesome Kong debuted for WWE, and she was. She did what two or three events there, and then they pretty much let her go.
0: Yeah, yeah, they pretty much, yeah, they they pretty much. But she's she's done well. I mean, she did great. She she did great impact, and she also, I mean, she's doing great on the on the Netflix original show Glow. She's done great there too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah have you have you caught that there? I um. I've watched, I think, season one of Glow. Mm-hmm. It's pretty I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it, too. Season three is going to be starting up here on August 9th. I showed my wife tonight. I showed the, showed her the trailer of it, and she was like, no way. I said, yep. I said, it's coming back, man. It's coming back on August 9th. It's just great because it's based off of the original Glow the back during the 80s what I barely mm-hmm. remember of. I was just, I was young when I remember that. <laughs> I mean, I've had, uh, on, a uh, I was a guest on, uh, Deathmatch match Russell podcast and he had a uh, sunny California girl on there, which I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic interview. And then of course there was with, um, Robin Nelson. He's had, uh, quite a bit of, uh, of, uh, the glow girls on there. Just, talking and stuff and uh, I mean with basically everything that if you watch the documentary Netflix had a documentary on uh, on it was glow and it's talked about everything that went on with glow and I think that if you if it's still on there I'd definitely check it out because there's stuff that happened that a lot of people didn't know happened behind the scenes and what went on with the show and everything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll
1: definitely have to check that
0: out. Yeah, you definitely have to check it out there, because it, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Have uh, you besides besides wrestling and working for Future Great Wrestling, is there anything that Jacob Rose does outside the ring? Any anything that you're into that uh, you like doing beside when you're away from the ring? What does Jacob Rose like to do?
1: Um, all I really have time to do is work, train, wrestle and sleep. That's all I really have time to do. I, uh, I enjoy, you know, just the basics being with friends, doing whatever the heck you, I can get my hands into, but there's just not as much as I, not, not as much that I do that I would like to do. Right. So if it's not working or wrestling, it's sleep.
0: <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. You're, you're pretty. You're you're committed to wrestling. You're committed to your craft. That's that's fantastic. I want to conglomerate you on that right there. That's that's great because you you want to learn and you just want to continue and just you know be the best that you can. And um, if anyone came up to you and asked, it's like I want to be a wrestler. What would you what would you tell them?
1: Follow your dreams, do it. I did it. I'm, I did it, and I'm the happiest that I've been in a very long time. So I, if this is what makes you happy, absolutely do it.
0: Nice. That's, that's good advice there. I like that. I definitely like that. And before we wrap up, wrap up this podcast here, I want to ask you where can people find you on social media at?
1: Um, I have Twitter. Um, it is JacobRoseFGW. And uh, my Instagram is JacobRose98. And then Facebook, obviously, is JacobRose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And I want to throw this in here before we do close. Any Any words for your opponent or who you're going to face on August 2nd?
1: I have no idea. So if you want to find out, watch it on a, either watch it online or come to the show and see who it is.
0: Nice. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out tonight and coming on here on, on the Everett Lee Show. And uh, I want to mention before I wrap this up here that you can follow more Podcast C network over on podcastc.net. And you can hit them up on Facebook, Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. And, of course, on Twitter, send a tweet to them at Podcast City Net. Subscribe to Podcast City Network on YouTube there. And you can check out episodes of the Ever Release Show and much, much more content. And right here on Twitch.tv slash Podcast City Network, hit that follow button for the latest live streams right here on Podcast City Network.
2: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. For more of The Everett Lee Show on social media, follow and like The Everett Lee Show on Facebook, The Everett Lee Show. Twitter, at The Everett underscore Lee. Instagram, Everett Lee Show. Audio versions of this podcast and previously released podcast can be found on everettleeshow.podbean.com. Stitcher Radio, The Everett Lee Show. Give a rating and comment. Apple Podcast. The Everett Lee Show. Give a rating and comment. You too. The Everett Lee Show. Subscribe to the channel. The Everett Lee Show. You're shot of. Entertainment to the head.
0: Jacob Rose, thank you for coming on tonight and uh, talking with me. I'm looking forward to seeing what you have lined up in the future for future great wrestling.
1: Thank you for having me, man. It was was a pleasure.
0: No problem. Everett Lee signing off. Uh, Everyone. Have a good night and thank you for tuning in on this podcast and I will see you again next week for another episode of the Everett Lee Show.